step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, to another wonderful episode of the JSB Wuhai cast. I'm your host, mm. Rob, a.k.a. Zen. Joining me today, mm. we have everybody. Everybody's mm. back. Yep. Uh, Lewis, how yeah. are you? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Okay. I'm just going to yeah. talk about some games, uh, talk about some, some esports that's going on currently live. You know, I am excited to talk about a little bit of esports happening. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're here. We we are here. Uh Ryan, you're back. How are you? I am back. Yes. Uh tournament series from hell is done with Yay. uh with uh work. Uh but it was a fun time for the most part. But uh yep, back on the uh on the podcast after missing uh the past two weeks. So yep, back at it. Hell yeah. yeah. I know you you started playing something that I'm excited to hear about, so we'll we'll definitely get into that. And uh, Drewstopher, you're back. What up? Uh, I don't know. I went anywhere, but here I am. I mean, you wasn't on the last episode, you, so you weren't here last time. Yeah. No, I, I I couldn't because I was too busy watching Anime Dad put in work. Oh, true. Mm. I understand. You still weren't here though. But you still weren't. I wasn't. There we go. I wasn't. I just want to clarify that. I was, I was doing very important work. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely correct. Because like, what kind of person would I be if I didn't watch that movie? Uh, a shitty person. And that you're not true. a shitty person. That is true. That that was the the Dragon Ball Super movie superheroes was definitely um, the greatest father son movie I've ever seen. Hands down, it, was, it is mandatory viewing. Mandatory viewing. Mandatory. Absolutely. It is absolutely right up there with the Broly movie as one of my favorite Dragon Ball movies. Yes. Still need to watch that one. Well, get on it. Let me come in town. There you go. I got it on Blu-ray, 4K. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Even better. Sounds like a night. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's jump into some video games. Um, Drew volunteered me to go first. Uh, so if you guys uh, 
So I have been playing a, a couple of video games. I'm still slowly making progress through CS3. Not as much as uh, Drew here, so he'll probably get into it a little later, but that game continues to be really awesome um, as I'm towards like the mid, I guess, or getting towards the end of chapter two, I guess, or somewhere around there. Uh, that game is long, but we'll get into it another time. Um, <laughs> I have- So fucking long. It's so fucking long. Um, Humble Bundle had a Konami sale recently. Um, so yeah. I finally had a chance to pick up the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Uh, I got both of them. So I got the Anniversary Collection and the, and the Advanced Collection uh, for a total of like 14 bucks. That's uh, a steal. Yeah. It's yeah, really, straight up steal. Really, it's really like good deal. 13 amazing games. Well, maybe yeah. like 12 amazing games and one iffy game, but still. We, yeah, we take those, though. Which which one is that iffy game? Proceed. <laughs> Proceed. Wait, uh, what? what? No, I, got a, I got a thesis. Like I, like, I have, like, two uh-huh. folders of, like, the uh-huh. Rob really liked this game or Rob really hated this game, and, like, uh-huh. I could go either way. Uh-huh. So, don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, did it sound did it sound like Drew said the p word to you? Yes, it did. I okay, that's what, I, that's what I thought, dude. That's what I thought too. I was, I was, like, I, was like, I I thought that I, I we were warned that things might escalate. I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that type of escalation. <laughs> okay. though. Okay, it wasn't just you. Okay, yeah, I one hundred percent thought thought that you said uh, the other word. <laughs> what is the p word? The the kitty cat. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the kid <What>? chat. <laughs> anyway, Any, yep, Castlevania. Anyway. Yep, Castlevania. Yeah, thesis. <laughs> oh lord, Castle, Castlevania. Uh, so I, I, I've been on the podcast talking about it before, but Castlevania is a huge black spot on my gaming history. Uh, I've only played like two of them um which being like symphony and then one that was on the ds and i cannot tell you which one it is because every they all run together to me um that's fair so you know i started from the very beginning i started with castlevania one um and i finished that game uh it took me i mean it's a short game right people have that game down to a science and can beat it in like 15 20 minutes right um it took me probably like four ish hours, I think. Um, and and I I know nothing of that game, mind you. I've I've really never seen like a speed run of that game. I don't know any of like, you know, any like of the counterplay and whatnot. I don't have these levels down to a science like a lot of people do. Uh, so it's really discovering it for the very very first time. Uh, and that game is pretty hard. I I gotta say. Uh. It's it's a game that I wasn't prepared for like how slow and like methodical you kind of have to play that game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. It, it is not like a really fast like platformer or anything of that nature, which was really nope. interesting. Um I like I like Drew's like in the background, just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. When, when, yep. when, okay. when, when is he gonna when is he gonna like piss me off? Uh <laughs> And, and it, it was really cool. Uh, and, and I mean, I went through the range of emotions, right? Because it's, it's like you get to some some parts of it and it's like, oh, my God, this is this is really hard. Or I, I don't understand what the game is really asking of me here. Um, right. As a human and, being. And, 
as, as a human being. So I, I don't think it's it's kind of without its faults. In, in some of those instances, I do think there, there are some sections where I'm like, this seems a bit much. Like, you can get through it, sure, but I'm like, I don't know. Those, those little flea enemies are really annoying. Oh, yeah. It's like when you get to the one screen where it's like the birds are dropping them in, and I'm just yeah. like, y'all didn't have mm-hmm. to do this. Right? Like, as, there's, there's one screen where it's like, Okay, you have like the Medusa heads come in, and it's like, um, what is it? One of the bone enemies, I think, that are like chucking bones. Chucking axe, yeah. the yeah. axe, that, that, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And you get past that, and then that's, all of a sudden, the birds that's, start coming that's in. the corridor. That's Death's corridor. Yeah. That oh, is one of the corridor? most interestingly designed pieces of level ever. Interestingly designed, yeah. Uh, it's cool until you get to like the bird droppings, and I'm like, this seems too much well we might be thinking uh, we might be thinking of something else because that is not uh, there's no birds uh, in this section okay no i think i know what you're talking about that's the one with like the the medusa heads or something coming through right where the, yeah, the, medusa, like, the medusa heads yeah. and the two axe knights yeah, yeah yeah no no this is the stage before that um if i remember the order correctly or maybe it's the stage mm-hmm. I, I, either either way um so any anytime I'm dealing with like the flea enemies or the birds dropping the flea enemies, I, I really don't like those. And I'm just like, I, I kind of like on the verge of hating this part, but I mean, we, we get past it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the corridor, I guess, as, as you said, that that's actually a pretty cool room. Um, yes. It's it's one you have to go, re- I, I feel like you have to go very slowly through it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where it's like, I think I had the boomerang, I guess sub weapon right and it's just like okay i found a spot where i can kind of sit here uh and like the medusas aren't really bothering me they're like going around me since i'm not moving and then it's like okay i'm slowly just whittling this fucking night dude down then yep. slowly proceed and i'm like the, the first time I, I did that room like i i tried to go quickly through it and i'm like oh yeah this is this is not happening um and, and yeah I, I would agree with you it, it's an interestingly designed room but i I don't, I don't know like some of the some of the other rooms like the one i was mentioning earlier i'm just like ah, whatever um i find that the the whip power up is kind of like i think that's a whole mechanic that's not needed in this game mm-hmm. honestly uh i don't see the point of why it's there because like you pretty much get the max upgrade like almost immediately after like respawning back in for the most part like why do we even go through this whole ordeal um that's probably also... a product of nes game design yeah. like you you have power-ups for power-ups sake because i mean more yeah. often than not there's always a mushroom next to mario in the original super mario brothers right it's like yeah. here we go we're just, we're just gonna give this to you i think i would have liked it better if like maybe there were more sub weapon drops throughout the stage mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like i do find that like getting like some of the checkpoints you'll get to um i I remember the the one boss where I'm fighting like the two mummies, I think it is. Um mm-hmm. and I died and I went back to a checkpoint and I feel like the sub weapon that they were giving me wasn't really helpful for that fight. Mm-hmm. Um or at least I couldn't find a way to make it helpful. And I feel like they kept giving me like the dagger ultimately. Um The dagger is typically the default like checkpoint sub weapon because it's like the game does kind of punish you for dying about halfway through. Konami's Greedius is actually very infamous for this too. Yeah. Um, where like you can you can get trapped in situations where um, the 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 sub weapons that they leave you with are not entirely useful. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I think that is a flaw of the game. And again, I leave yeah. that to NES game design. Like there are going to be some oversights. Um, so I'll, I'll agree with that I, sentiment. Yeah, I, I think that that really sucks um, because like that made that section really hard for me because like I, I couldn't help but like take hits or damage like going through that stage and ultimately i'm left in this fight where i'm like well i just have to rely on the whip because i'm not getting here with anything else mm -hmm. <laughs> like that that's just how that feels for me as someone that doesn't know this game like intimately mm -hmm. um sure. and i found and i found myself in that scenario for like a couple of these bosses and i'm like Ugh. Uh, <laughs> why do they do this um so i i don't like that aspect of it um but the game overall is good like by the end of it i felt accomplished um i think dracula itself at like the very very end was a fight that i found um pretty easy like disappointingly easy um comparatively to like some of the other fights um so yeah Castle castlevania one down uh i think it's it's a good game uh, I think it's frustrating. I think the the whole sub weapon ordeal of not getting like preferred sub weapons like halfway through, as you were mentioning, is is a real real bummer of that game. Um, mm -hmm. I don't foresee myself playing through it again, uh, but I'm glad I did. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of it. Uh, I, I mean, if I had to this, give it like this is a more tamer take than I was expecting. I told you, it it, it probably isn't going to be as bad as you thought it was. All you did was hit me up and you're like, it's Castlevania won a good game. Is it a, that's it. I was just curious what you what you thought. Is it a good game? Um, I think Castlevania won. I think it's a flawed game. Like, I don't think it's a perfect game by any means. Uh, like, I would give it like an 8 out of 10, if anything. Uh, but it, it's all right. So, so he, here's where I would probably counter you uh, in terms of uh, being as someone who's played the game like a million times at this point. Castlevania One is the best example of how to design a game that, or like, it, it's the best example of why linear gameplay can be designed to be a satisfying experience. Um, because Castlevania 1 is able, like, everything in Castlevania 1 is intentional. Like, the slow whipping, the engagement ring that you have to buy for your jump arcs. Um, basically, like, even the sub-weapon placement, a lot of that is intentional. Uh, there are just some drawbacks because of that game design. Yeah. Because a lot of the times where they drop sub-weapons, it's usually in situations where that sub-weapon is optimally used. Uh, the only time where, like, that doesn't happen is typically in checkpoints, where like um you're you're mainly left with like the dagger which is still like the worst one but like you can still use the dagger to very effective use if like you actually like work at it um but like sections like uh i'm trying to think of like the best example like in the first level the game like the game gives you the axe uh to fight the giant bat which is the first boss of the game and like that kind of gives you an example of like how the sub weapons are sort of the the meta of castlevania is like the game sort of teaches you hey we're going to give you these weapons and you need to use them in order to beat these bosses that are somewhat difficult to deal with with your normal kit which is like 
your super weird jump arcs and like your whip that has like this wind up to it um and like because of all of this is intentional like the level design is based around like you using these sub weapons and like you using the whip accordingly and like you have to stop and think for a second and like think how you would approach a situation like death corridor it's like you have these medusa heads that are going in like this sine cosine pattern and so you have to deal with these infinitely spawning medusa heads while dealing with these axe knights they're throwing axes at two different heights and like they take eight hits to die and so you have to learn of how to navigate through those medusa heads while slowly whipping on the axe knights all the way to get to death corridor and that becomes like a very memorable sort of uh i guess section of a level of a game and like knowing that you'll always experience in that like sort of entertainment every time you go to that game is really like rewarding i guess because like once you play the game enough and you get past to the point like all this stuff is a lot easier like once you learn the ins and outs of castlevania uh also once you learn that the holy water is broken and you just get holy water uh that is the secret to castlevania one uh anyway um and I, I think because of that intentional game design, some flaws do sort of peek through of like, that's why there aren't like certain sub weapons at checkpoints. Cause I think checkpoints might've been an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, I could see why, how that would be the case. Yeah. And like, that's why like in some sections you can get trapped with like an inferior sub weapon and you kind of have to like sort of just ride out the storm and like, it's definitely not impossible. Uh, if you play it enough, like you, you, you can get to that point. But um, there's just so many good things about Castlevania One that I could say that just it does a really good job at just being a really strong and challenging platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's probably like one of the best games on the NES, if you ask me. Uh, and Castlevania Three is just that, but like way better because like it really opens up to like different characters you know different level routes and all that so i don't know that's kind of just like my my small piece on uh castlevania we'll see how i feel when i get to i see three sounds more interesting three is a lot harder i mean difficulty is fine but it sounds interesting when you when you get to like you have different characters or different pathways and stuff like that sounds at least more interesting to me than yeah. just like mm-hmm. as straightforward as as this game is. Um, so we'll see when I get there. Um, I'm I'm curious of your thoughts on Castlevania too. That's usually the the one that gets everybody. Uh, maybe the I'll one. Uh, I will say, uh, and, and I know that this will this will probably be the case for the the NES games. Uh, I don't like the movement or how it feels. Like, I, I really actually don't like the jump arc. It's very uh, stiff. It's very it's stiff. an incredibly stiff game. Um, I, I don't like not being able to, like, turn while I'm jumping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm locked yeah. into a direction. I think yeah. that sucks. <laughs> Honestly. And, and, and again, um, I, I understand not liking that. Like, I, I get it, that aspect. Because that yeah. took a while for me to get used to, too. Yeah. But, yeah. like, Understanding that it is an intentional design no, choice I, and why I, it is, I, I get. I can appreciate I that a bit more. For sure, I, I get that it's intentional. I just don't agree with it. That decision of it being intentional, like I think, right. that just makes the game not feel as good as it could. Um, so I don't. I don't think that's a smart decision on their part. But it is what it is. Like I, it's still a good game, ultimately. Ultimately, yeah. 
definitely it is still a, a a good classic game that i think people should play through at least once like i think you should experience castlevania um it, it's it's an important series like ultimately and i feel like you should at least experience the original game um so moving on i'll, I'll get to castlevania 2 uh and hopefully have that done by next week and, okay. and keep it going uh we'll see how long it takes me to get through all the all the games but that might be just like a weekly castlevania check-in there you go um I also dipped in this weekend was kind of wild because Lewis, you hit me up about this, uh, saying like Final Fantasy VII First Soldier mm-hmm. <laughs> has the North America uh, finals this weekend. And it's just yep. like, huh, we haven't looked at this game in a very long time. Oh, what yeah. would esports Final Fantasy VII look like? <laughs> um, <laughs> and they, they had the, the elimination rounds yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. and we've been kind of going ham on that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually been fucking nuts. I, it, I had no idea I, I was going to get sucked into it like, like we have been. <laughs> yeah, it, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw this on in the background. Uh, right, right. I'm just going to go do other things. Uh, and I find that I've been paying attention to it far more than I thought I would. Yes, absolutely. Um, some some of the the counterplay is is really interesting. Like I really love when someone throws blind, right? With the, the smoke screen, and it's like, well, fuck that. Someone will toss like the the thundaga, uh, mm-hmm. just to like scatter it around, uh, so nobody can stand inside of it. And I'm like, you know, right. it's really fucking smart. Yep. Um, and the the swapping between like magic and fire, and just like the movement and everything, has just been yeah. incredibly insane. One one of the cool things I was I, I really liked that the a lot of the uh, the dragoon players were doing was yeah. using uh using that basically the the hover and like mm-hmm. the the little double jump to like fuck with people's timing when they were ha- when they would have to be in the air yeah um they you know they would kind of they would almost stagger the the glide you know what I'm yeah. saying so they're not just holding down the button you can tell that they're like pressing it they would drop down a bit faster press it again. And almost kind of making like a staircase effect if you would think about zigzagging in a way um yeah. so they're not just like sitting there zigzag. exactly so they're not just sitting there just you know going in a straight line when they have to be in the air and i thought that shit was so cool yeah man um the game seems to be in a really cool spot right now like yeah the i know a lot a lot of people were playing like ninja i saw some warriors in there dragoon was being played like mm-hmm. it seems like at least class wise it it seems pretty well balanced um yeah. every class seems to have the little bit something different uh something unique about it um i decided to dip back into the game like yesterday after the showing and whatnot and mm-hmm. I, i've been playing it like today as well um i probably played like four or five maybe six matches uh just today alone right um and it feels a lot better like i remember talking about it when it when it dropped the first week uh and one of my complaints was like the controls feel kind of like an afterthought for like controller support um like it didn't feel like it was mapped correctly yeah um but it was functional and at some point because they're on season four now which is fucking insane (laughs) um they they address that stuff and it feels more like in line with a third person shooter um so the controls feel really tight um and it performs well uh so I, i've been getting into it i i 
started playing machinist because we we saw the one machinist player right have the yeah. the hoverboard the hoverboard yeah and i was like oh that's pretty cool i wonder why nobody really uses it yeah. it seems like it's a newer job that just got added recently i guess um so maybe people haven't explored it too much right but it's interesting because like you get on the hoverboard and it's pretty fast and at any point you can get off the hoverboard and it launches the board forward and it will explode on impact so I'm just like launching this shit into other players and it does a good amount of damage too. Right. Um, and then like finish them off with a couple pop shots. Um, but also after you use it, it summons like this little, um, this like magic orb that floats around you and that becomes a turret. So anybody that's near you, it'll start firing. That's cool. Um, and it can stack up to two, I think. So you can have two little turrets floating around you just firing on any enemies that you're targeting. Right. Um, you can also unlock another ability where instead of it shooting uh, shots, it'll also uh, heal you. Mm -hmm. So oh, there's okay. some yeah. some cool like mixing and matching of abilities for machinists. Um, to where I think you can get like a pretty solid build with that with that class if you really work at it. Right. And all the other classes have these little sub skills and abilities that you can unlock and equip too. So I'm wondering like for a lot of these players, what their actual setup is. Uh, I'm wondering like what they're running. Um, it, it's pretty fascinating. If you play Sorcerer, that's how uh, a lot of the players were shooting three fireballs. Uh, oh, okay. Sorcerer, I was wondering what that was. Okay. Yeah, if you're playing Sorcerer, all of the, the magic material have additional effects on them. Nice. Uh, so fire will shoot three fireballs instead. Um, I think gravity has like a bigger pull. Cool. Um, yeah. I think if you do Blizzard, it has like an AOE effect to it. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting as well. Um, so it, it's a, it's still a really cool game. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I like that the game doesn't need a full lobby to start either. So it will drop in bots uh, if it can't fill in a total lobby. So a lot of my games have been like, uh, if it's if it's 75 player max, it's probably like 20-ish bots and then like 50 other players basically yeah um which is pretty cool for someone that's like getting into it um because at least like with some of the bots running around it feels like it's kind of a warm-up mm -hmm. like i'm not getting smoked immediately right right um, exactly so you're getting a good feel of like how to play this game where i'm going get in the lay of the land and then when you start to get to like the final phase where the circle is like really getting smaller that's when you're like, okay, now everybody at this point is a player character. You probably have like five, six people left. Um, and then that's where it gets super intense. So it's been a really enjoyable sort of on-ramp for this game that I wasn't really expecting. Um, I think I'm going to play more. I, I yeah. think I'm kind of into it now. Yeah, um, like it, it really visually, like I just like where it's yeah. at. Um, there's a lot going on. I, 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 I really just like a lot of the strategy um, that I was seeing a lot of the players employ. Just, just, just do some crazy shit. Um, just the, the the movement is is just way, way, way more than what I initially played in the beta. And I right. trust me with the different classes. And I, I, as a matter of fact, I think there's, they said they're starting like the next season, like this week, I think. Yeah. I think it's like Thursday or some shit. Um, or whatever the 31st is. Is that Wednesday or Thursday? I don't know. Anyway, um, but I think, they're, I think they're adding a new class um, and, you know, a new new area. They said it was going to be based on like the Gold Saucer. So I, yeah. I feel like this is like the perfect time uh, to basically like rediscover this game. 
um just they've had they've had you know they've had ample time to make the improvements that i you know i i was i was looking for them to make um and I don't know. Yeah, dude, I'm 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 actually really excited to to jump back in that shit in myself. And I and I thought I would never say this about a battle right now, but this shit, I, I had a blast watching that shit. It was, yeah, it was so sick. It, it was really really cool. Uh, I'm glad they got to somebody got to kill the Hobbit at the yeah. end. Yeah, that, that was uh, that was worth it. So cur- currently they they have something going on where uh, Bahamut is just flying around the area and he's just a boss that anybody can take on. And if you kill him, you can summon him um it, it's a tough fight like he'll just he'll just terrorize the field mind you mm-hmm. uh so like earlier today i i was started a game uh i got a couple kills in and i had to look away for a second um i heard like a warning sounds but i didn't really think about it too hard right. uh, and i look i look over i start like rummaging around and just like mega flare just fucking hit just direct hit and i'm <laughs> gone <laughs> i'm like what the fuck the nuke. Bahamas just fucking flying around like this motherfucker. You, you gotta love um, it, man. It, it was funny. It was really good. Um, it's it's like, also I, the fact too that like this whole this whole tournament, nobody nobody got Bahamas. Nobody went for it because everybody was yeah. like, oh, you you know, you're you're basically you have to still contend with all all the other players on the map. Right. Um. So you have to fight this boss while you have other players around you. You know, you're shooting your guns, you're making noise like everybody was saying. Um, and then, and then, Rob, you made an excellent point where, like, oh yeah, you can, you know, whittle his health down, and then someone could like third party and just be like, oh, you did all the work, I killed Bahamut, I get the summon, you know. So there's there's layers to it, and I I I just love that shit, man. It's so it's so sick. It's it's fascinating. Um, I I don't know if they always have something like that going on. Yeah, I feel like they should at least have. I feel like it should be a case of like there should be some like overworld boss of some sort. And at some point, I saw that they had like Heartless Cloud in there that you can mm-hmm. go fight. And if you if you beat him, then you can take on as Cloud and get special right. abilities. Um, I know they have like Scorpion Tank is somewhere uh, uh-huh. that spawn as well. Yeah. Um, so they have little bosses like that, but I would like to see them continue a trend of like big like iconic summons or, or old final bosses or something. Uh, I think that's just a fun twist to everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let, let's squad up at some point uh, and, and crack out on this game a bit and see Hell yeah. where we go. Uh, <laughs> they showed the highlight of dude running the, the motorcycle into another one. Oh, yeah. That, and, and I mean, that, that, that to me is... <laughs> <laughs> that to me is like the funniest way to die and in, in, in this fucking game where you got you got magic you got you know machine guns soldiers Bahamut all this other shit and my man just got GTA and it was like <laughs> I immediately just like had PTSD from like playing like GTA 4 online and just randomly walking down the street and then somebody just hitting you with a car like it was the, it was the funniest shit <laughs> so it was so good so fucking good uh, oh my yeah, god! That, that, that's all I've been doing. That I I'm willing to talk about uh, for this week. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll have some more stuff next week. Uh, Lewis, if you want to jump off and and start on what you're okay. doing, um, yeah, and and mine's gonna be quick too because I haven't uh really been playing anything besides uh more Digimans. Um, I, I I've, I've been making headway in that. I'm actually playing right now as we're recording. Um. And I've made it to the beginning of part seven. I won't say anything around it, but yeah, the beginning of part seven. I just, I so I just started part ten, okay. um, and 
It, it, it really, um, that this shit just keeps upping the fucking ante on me, and I'm oh, just like, Lord. yeah, it's 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 it, it's all it's almost like where you you know how you get that feeling when you're playing a game or you're playing an RPG, and you're like, oh man, I feel like I'm getting close to the end game, right? Like the stakes yeah. are getting raised, like all this shit's yeah. happening. I'm like, oh man, we're getting there, and then yeah. it's like, psych, you thought, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so all I'm right. not I'm not yeah I'm not I'm not gonna say anything else. Again, this will probably end up being like we'll probably have to end up doing another another digicast, whatever. Oh, we will. Probably, Digi Sport with Pass, whatever. Um, you know, it's getting crazy right now. Um, I've, I've really just been, I've just been cracking out on this shit. I can't, I can't put it down. Um, but I'm really gonna try to play. Uh, uh, I also, I also downloaded um, SD Gun of Alliance, or I think it's SD Gundam Battle Alliance. I think it's the name. Forgive me if I'm mispronounced that. It's a lot of, a lot of words. Um, but I downloaded that um, as it, it came out. That, that came out Friday as well. It was, it was a couple of games yeah. that came out where, like, I got Soul Hackers um, sitting right in front of me. But who knows when? I'll, I'll I'm going to try to get to it this week. Um, definitely not going to be able to start it tonight because I have work and shit in the morning. But, um, but so I started. Uh, I started the, the Gundam game, and so if anybody's familiar with the like the SD Gundam franchise, you know the SD stands for like Super Deformed. So it's basically like these these chibi versions. Um, of of your favorite Gundams, um, and in in this game pr- particularly, usually the SD Gundam games that I've played, they've been like Super Robot Wars, uh, Super Robot Tyson, however you know it, um, the style games, and so this this one is more of like a action RPG, uh, so it leans into the RPG stuff uh, for the people that played like the you know the SD games, and and I think even like the last like Gundam SD game that came out. I think it was like a year ago, two years ago. Um, that one was really good. Um, and again, but it was like a strategy RPG. And this one more leans into like an action RPG. Um, right. So you basically like the just like the general thing is like you basically have this this disturbance um, as they call it in like G Universe, which is basically like a computer program database of like every Gundam franchise. Uh, to date, and I, I say franchise, but I, they, the the game references it as data, but it's almost like there's timelines. Um, so it's it's really hard to explain um, if if it makes sense. It's so weird. It's like you're in a computer program, but you're you're hopping through time. Weird shit. Anyway, um, you start getting these disturbances. They call them breaks, and these these breaks basically start fucking up like the canon of of some of these 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 Gundam timelines to where like they're replacing enemies that weren't necessarily there originally, or um, uh, you know, switching out you know who who shows up at certain points, and it's cool because they're showing like pivotal battles that anybody that's like familiar with their Gundam franchise. Because I know me, I'm not like heavy heavy into watching gundam my overall i've watched wing because i think everybody's watched gundam wing um because of tsunami um so i'm from you know i'm familiar with gundam wing and but hands down i think my favorite gundam like series in general was uh eighth ms team um Mm. and so i'm I'm very familiar with that i've watched it like a hundred times it's great um but they, 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 you know, they're, 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 they're pulling, they're pulling like gun, like literally every fucking franchise you can think of. Um, where I just, I just did a, a story segment from Eighth MS Team, and instead of the person that was supposed to be there, the normal, um, 
antagonist of the series. Um, a protagonist showed up, but we, you know, he doesn't really understand what's going on, so we fought. So I was like, uh, it, it, okay. it's, yeah, so it's stuff like that. But it's so cool because um, mechanically, um, you you have like your normal, like if you've played a mech game, you know you have like your boosts and your dash and stuff like that. Um, but I really like the way that they, they really kind of made movement and attacking just in resource management in general. Um, it's not like a super, super heavy hack and slash. So like, you're not just gonna be pressing square, 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 or triangle, um, because everything you do is kind of like tied to your boost gauge. Um, and you, they do have like a custom, uh, customization section where you can like upgrade your Gundam. So you can like spend points um, to like increase your boost gauge, increase your HP, your range, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, but just for the baseline for the combat, everything that you do is governed by that boost gauge. Um, and so you can, you know, you have like, you can jump in the air and boost, you know, boost left, boost right. Um, they have a perfect dodge, um, which is really, really sick. Again, I love anything that's just, just kind of puts it there. So yes, you don't have to be good at the game, but if you, if you want to take it to that next level, as far as like, you know, mastering the gameplay, um, they have the option for a perfect dodge and a perfect block. Um, and they each have their benefits, um, in the, in combat. So the the way the combat works is you you'll run into like normal enemies, so your zakus and stuff like that, um, and you know you can do your normal like just normal attack, which is just square square. Um, if you hold square, you have a access to like a three sixty spin, um, and then if you do triangle, you have like a heavy attack. But then if you hold triangle, it it turns into a launcher, so you can launch and then you can jump up after them, do an air combo. Um, and then if you hold triangle, it'll slam down and it does like a really cool effect where like it kind of zooms in on the slam So it's you know fairly cinematic um, But like the next level up to that is you have this gauge and you can do this thing called a chain break and it almost acts as a burst and I'm, Right now where I'm at I'm not using it a lot in like the normal enemy encounters But when you when you get into a boss fight and they, they basically call these the aces so Gundam aces or Zaku aces um, and these these are these are your your major characters, um, and when you fight them, that's really when I'm seeing like you have to kind of tap into like everything m mechanically. Um, so so the Ace Gundam pilots they have they have like a balance gauge, and in order to really launch, you can't not uh, launch them normally. You have to deplete their balance gauge first, and um, the way you deplete that is through the use of like your sub weapons um so every you know every every gundam uh every zaku you play has like sub you know three sub weapons actually i think it's four um but those specifically are used to throw off that balance gauge and the thing is you can't really spam them um because there's there's a cooldown um once you use up the ammo that's like in your sub gun for for um just for like your basic rifle um, so you really kind of have to play around um, with attacking, backing off, um, blocking. All, all this, there's really a lot there. Um, but once you once you do once you do knock them off balance, then you can really go in with the mechanics. So back to the chain break thing. So you have this gauge under your health, and the chain break essentially, like I said, acts like a burst. So if you're getting attacked by an, an, an enemy Gundam, um, you can pop that. You'll, you'll use your meter up, you can pop that, but it basically stops their combo. It'll just, it'll knock them back. Um, but 
in in the you know the other scenarios while you're attacking you can pop your you can pop your chain break to extend your combo so just to go back to that formula where you could do like a grounded light light launch jump up aerial combo chain break aerial combo um and right now i'm at to the point where i can do like my gauge is where i can get like two chain breaks if i max it out all the way so you can do um you know you can do like chain break air sub weapon uh air combo and then slam back down so like there, there there's some pretty neat stuff there that i'm liking i was like at first i was like oh my god this shit you know i was like i don't know if i'm gonna i'm really not digging the combat too much it feels kind of repetitive uh, but this this kind of helps and, and of course since it has like the rpg elements you got numbers that pop up so who doesn't like numbers um and um yeah so i think that's really it right now i'm not super far into it but like i said i'm, I'm liking this this whole you have to fix these these breaks in 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 gundam canon um and they have like scenarios where the break initially occurs and that's usually when something shows up that's not supposed to be there and then once you find that anomaly you have to go back to that point in time and then fix it and that's usually when you'll have those fights that line up with with the gundam canon um so it it's really cool to there's there's basically like two levels uh there's two tiers to to each little sub directory is what they call them um of these missions so it's 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 really fun it's neat and you know again they're just they're just grabbing gundams like i just i ran into gundam barbados and like a point where um i'm in like a, a gundam eighth ms team timeline and i'm like why why is gundam barbados you know what I'm saying? yeah that's from a completely different series you know or we, i just ran into wing zero and and uh uh Cephalon, I think it was uh, whoever. Uh, oh God, the big purple one from fucking Wing. Um, but they they were fighting, and we interrupted their fight, and another Gundam showed up. So this this just just crazy shit, you know. But I like stuff like this because it's not just like cut and paste. Okay, you're playing the same Gundam games, you know the stories. It's like I don't know who the fuck's gonna show up where, you know. And mm. um, it's it's really sick. It has online multiplayer. So when you do the missions, yeah, so when you do the missions, you can do your mission solo or, or you can have up to two partners. Um, and uh, so you can play multiplayer, you can play offline with, with two AI control partners or you can go online for a three-person squad. Um, and it, it really does kind of have like a, uh, almost a Xenoverse style, um, when, you know, effect when you're fighting bosses and stuff like that. Like there's different roles assigned to each Gundam. So you have Gundams who are like your all-arounders you have your oh, sharp shoot- yeah you have your sharpshooters um and i forgot who the what the last class was um but each gundam kind of excels in in a different you know area so obviously your sharpshooters are going to be like your ones that are just like straight guns um you know your all-arounders are going to be your ones that can kind of switch up between melee and, and and range and i forgot what the third one was i can't remember um but it, it's really are like mm-hmm. each of these missions they're not super long they're not right. super long so the depending the ones i've been doing um maybe like 10 minutes you know if, if i if i if i zoomed past everything it'd probably be shorter than that but i'm like you know right. looking around for collectibles and stuff like that so yeah, yeah um yeah they're not they're not super long so if you're you know if you've ever played xenoverse where like you queue up with some people you you know yep. you have a mission where you fight a boss or you know you 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 
you go through a wave of enemies and then fight a boss, like stuff like that. Um, it's very much in that same vein. And even when you finish your mission, there's like a little countdown so so you can pick up loot. Um, and and uh and, and you know stuff like that so again if you're if you're familiar with that then you're you're pretty much right at home with what what to expect like it, I, I think it i think it really does uh, the group thing well um and even again just just the customization i love loot shit like that which is why i probably played way more of uh of xenoverse and i played a lot of um sword art online like fatal bullet i played that like way more than i care to admit just because of like the loot shit like i love stuff like that um so yeah it's it's really interesting so far I'm, like i I'm, i i don't regret buying it i don't yeah. regret buying it we'll see once i put some more time into it if if you know if my opinion changes but i i, I did double down on like the like the deluxe edition yeah i don't think it's getting a physical release uh over here so if you want if you want physical you'll have to like import um like one of the like asia version um i was gonna say does it does it have a physical asia version it does it does that's pretty much the trend uh you know how it goes Some, yeah. sometimes with band uh bandai namco you sometimes you get lucky and they'll do a physical for these, these kind of niche games and sometimes they don't but typically 99 percent of the time if, if it doesn't get a u.s physical it'll it'll have an asia release so um if you're looking to pick up a physical you know you can hit up your normal retailers play asia yada yada stuff like that um i'm trying to think what else i feel like I, and i'm missing there, there's so much to the combat um that there's just it like the i forgot i forgot to mention that some of the the other gundams like they have like the different classes have like specific actions uh like unique skills to them so like and you can again this activates through another gauge um, so your all-arounders with your melees, they have uh, once you activate their unique skill, they basically it basically extends like their cancel window. So like you can do like your light light cancel dash, you know, light light jump cancel. Like it, it basically just makes you able to cancel into like a bunch of different stuff. Um, so and I think with sharpshooters, it makes it so like if you uh, when you when you run out of ammo you can reload all your all your sub weapons will reload at once because typically um typically if you use your sub weapon each one is on its own separate cooldown but once you activate that unique skill they all um they'll all reload all at the same time um and again once once i remember what the third one is i'll you know i'll bring that back up in another episode once i put more time into it but if you like gundams and you like chibi gundams specifically um I would probably look at look at some reviews and see if this is something that's up your alley. I'm not I'm not gonna go and just say like go get this game because I don't think this is gonna appeal to everybody. Um, but it's hitting know, a certain, it's scratching a certain itch for you. It's it's scratching an itch for me. Mm-hmm. You know I'm 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 enjoying it so far, and I like I said I don't I don't regret buying it because I'm I'm a, I'm a big SD Gundam fan. Like I mean yeah. I'll, I'll play anything. You, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a strategy RPG or an action RPG. I, I just love the I love the little chibi style Gundam. So um, it, it's working out for me right now. They got all the music in there too. So again, if you if you if you like your you like your Gundam music, they literally have like everything in there. And it does the neat thing where like once you do collect the Gundam, um, once you battle a Gundam, you can get a blueprint for it. And you have to keep getting these blueprints. But once you once you get enough blueprints for it it'll go in development and then you you can actually pick that gundam ah okay that's cool yeah so it kind of gives some incentives to replaying the missions and stuff like that um 
and it, it does the thing where it'll list out if you even if you run into a Gundam or you're not familiar, you're like, oh, I don't know, I've never seen that before. It'll show you what series it's from. Of so yeah, they they do a really good job with that. Um, because there were some Gundams I picked up that I wasn't familiar with, and I'm like, bro, I've never seen that. And I'm like, oh, that's from Seed, you know, or or that's from G Gundam, or you know, um, you know, stuff like that. So it it really does seem like they put a lot of uh, a lot of effort into making sure that you know you you know what you're getting into, and and for people that are new to Gundam, this might open some doors, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I think that's it. That's really it. Yeah. I got nothing else. Yeah, sounds good. I'm I'm actually interested. I might try to pick that up. Yeah, I I I think I think I think you should. Um, like I said, I'm I'm really curious for the online experience, but I don't want to play with randoms. So yeah, if you sure. if you do if you do pick it up, uh, whether or not you what, pick it up, on what are you PC. playing on? I'm playing on console right now, but uh, I like it enough to buy it again. I like it enough to I, I will double dip if if we can get a squad going on PC. I'll I'll fucking okay. buy it. All right, I'll talk to you later about that, and we'll, we'll right. figure it out. Because I don't right. mind getting it on console either, but we'll 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 figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All righty then, uh, Ryan. Hi. Hello. You've been dipping your hands into something that I'm kind of interested in. What have you been? Yeah. Up to? So, um, I I know the game. I think I know the game you're wanting me to talk about, um, mm-hmm. which uh, is uh, Soul Hackers Two. I haven't yeah. quite gotten too far into it as far okay. as like um like figuring out gameplay and all that stuff and everything yet uh cuz it was mm-hmm. more or less like testing things and testing settings and stuff like that for when I uh, uh do start streaming um it this week um mm-hmm. so it was more or less just like testing settings and seeing w- w- like where I can push things and stuff like that. Um <laughs> but uh lately to be honest and I I guess it does kind of fall online with what I have been doing. Um I've been doing a lot more just gaming on PC in general lately. Um okay. Yeah, cuz I I I kind of figured out uh what was kind of happening with the reason why I like my Nvidia uh, graphics card wasn't allowed me to get past the the uh, 60 hertz refresh rate and mm-hmm. it was because my uh drawing tablet was mirrored to that monitor so ah, okay yeah so because my drawing tablet only allows a 60 hertz refresh rate it was not allowing my GPU to get past that because it was mirroring that and you know just syncing up with monitors or anything. But I moved I moved um, my tablet now to mirror my other monitor that I have hooked up to it, and now it's all unlocked on the uh, 240 refresh rate and everything, um, and things look wild uh, now, um, especially with like the rhythm games and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Everything everything looks really really smooth um and honestly the first game that i booted up that i was like you know i want to play this on pc now to see what i can do with anything has honestly uh was uh re2 remake um right yeah so i i got re2 remake and um it uh, the so the max it could do is like 120 uh 120 fps um with the uh 240 you know refresh rate and everything and I, I I don't think I'm gonna play on console anymore. Um, <laughs> considering it, it's it, it's definitely like it's it's 
definitely like a feel thing, especially for like action games. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something action games, rhythm games, anything that involves like sort of twitch reactions of sorts. Yes, like you feel it. Yes, you can feel the smoothness of it. Yeah, like and like everything has been uh, like, especially in RE2 remake, like. Everything is just so buttery smooth, like on PC now, like playing it and everything, stuff like that and everything. Um, and like seeing, just just seeing like the like extra, I guess kind of like the extra fidelity and like the extra like, you know, animations, which you wouldn't think would be too noticeable, but it, but like the more you play it, the more you start seeing it and you're like, oh wow. Like things like move a lot more smooth and everything, stuff like that. And it's been really, really fun just kind of like exploring you know the you know what i can do now uh with mm-hmm. certain games or anything and, and and to be honest and i was curious because like the gpu i have is a little bit of an older one it's a 1070 ti you know so it's a little mm-hmm. bit of an older one i'm kind of due for maybe an upgrade later this year to something more current and everything but even then like a lot of the games that um i'm playing on pc and everything uh the the 1070 Ti actually holds its own pretty well, um, as far as like you know pushing like FPS and stuff like that and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like you know <clears throat> like burning like burning it up as much as I thought it would. You know, like I, I, right. think, I think for like RE2, like it's like it only gets up to like 70 percent. So. Um, yeah, the, the RE engine is a really good engine for BC. It really like, is. It's, it's it's really, really good. It's accommodating for a lot of older cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and they offer, for most of the games, they offer a lot of really good settings to tweak it to where, like, you yeah. can push performance, right? Yeah. Like, you're probably going to drop some things down to, like, medium. And, like, you're going to play around with it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but if you want, like, some really good, like, 1080p gaming, you can push that shit to, like, 120 FPS, 240 yeah. FPS. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's really well-optimized yeah. for PC stuff. Yeah, so I was kind of surprised about that, too. I was like, dang, this is actually running really, really good. Um, I did notice, too, like, it, my GPU will, like, not work as hard if I do set the actual frame rate to be, like, a consistent thing. Like, if I had it as, if I kept it as, like, variable or stuff like that, right? Um, it works a lot like a bit harder and everything but if I set it to being like this is where it's going to be um, it doesn't put as much strain on my GPU if that makes any sense um, it, it it does because like with the variable stuff it's trying to like like it, it's it's overworking itself to try and like match what's currently going on mm-hmm. right Yeah. Um, instead of like constantly trying to just like push it to be like oh we need to we need to always hit 120 fps um and if it doesn't hit it then you're gonna see a lot more hitches right and stuff like that but if you play with a variable then it tries its hardest to try and make it a smooth viewing experience right yeah yeah um so you don't notice the frame dips as hard yeah so like so been like i said exploring that more and messing around with that um and like i said i am going to be uh starting up my uh soul hackers to uh um, play through probably tomorrow night. Uh, it's probably going to be the plan, which would be Monday night. So by the time this podcast is up, uh, I'll already kind of be maybe a couple days in and I'll have a much better report for uh, Soul Hackers 2 so far. But um, from the little bit I got the test of it or things like that, I mean, the game looks great. Like, I, I love the art direction that they went with it, with it. Like, it's super colorful. 
like you know things pop as far as like the visual aspect of everything um yeah. but like but and it definitely seems like there's a lot of uh um just definitely like as far as like the battle and again i'm not too deep in it you know so like i'm just, it's just like first glance but i mean if you've played an atlas rpg if you played you know any of those it's going to be very very similar uh in that regard so you're like not getting into something that's foreign so um but like i said i'll have a much better uh, um report and update the next time we po- uh, do record a podcast or anything um, nice but there is uh i did uh I did hop back into Melty Blood type Lumina. Oh, uh, true. With the I put a uh, time into that. yep, with the uh, with the new changes and everything that they did and stuff, and I am having a lot more fun with that game now than I did when it first came out. When Shield was like the ultimate answer to everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely enjoying that game a lot more. Uh, I've also been playing a new character now because I mained CL. Uh, the first go around with it, but now I'm uh, actually maining and learning uh, Aoko. And I'm surprised you're not playing Mashu. Yeah, what happened? What happened there? So I, so okay. Um, I like Mash. Um, okay. I I like some of the things she has, but for some reason I have more fun with Aoko. Okay. Um, and I think okay. I think it's because Aoko's movement options are really really fun to mess with especially like mm-hmm. people who are so used to different things and people forget that she's like oh wait a minute she has a triple dash and or she has a triple jump and she could like triple dash and stuff like that and everything like like it's it's funny throwing people off uh with her air movement because she has like one extra of everything else uh over yeah. over everybody else um and like honestly her combos and everything are actually really really fun like getting all the different like extenders and stuff like that and like now like they sped up like how fast her orbs come out and everything and like the setups you can do with it and stuff and she Mm -hmm. actually hits she actually hits pretty hard too like she actually could if she has like the resources she could rack up some serious damage yeah like she definitely is like one of the harder hitting characters when she has resources stuff like that so um it was nothing like i enjoyed my time with mash don't get me wrong like i thought she was fun but I'm having a lot more fun playing Aoko. Uh, that's cool. So that's why yeah. I'm that's why I'm uh, that's why I'm playing her. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a pretty fun experience trying to learn like all the different things she's able to do and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been yeah, all in all a good time. That's always been Aoko. Like she has a lot of tools, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's a very versatile character. Like you can play her in a bunch of different ways, right? Uh, both zoning zoning and rush down like she can do both mm-hmm. um and she has really strong oki options with her orb set you can fake people out with which orbs you do so there's some orbs where uh like what is it 214a series right mm-hmm. where the orb goes out uh and then it just stays on the field and people can hit it to make it go away uh but if they go near it um then it explodes or she can do um was it four two one series uh which is one where she holds the button down like negative edge style right um and you can't interact with the orb and mm-hmm. it's on her to detonate it yeah um so it's a lot of like playing around and sort of confusing the other player on like which orb is out can i deal with this orb can i not deal with this orb mm-hmm. uh and then like taking advantage of like their confusion right yeah. um 
So she has all these tools, and you can use them in so many different ways. Uh, very, very fun. Historically, a very, very fun character. And yeah. That seems to just be even more so in this current version of, of Lumina. Yeah, and I think uh, like that, I think that's also the big draw for me, too, because like, I can, if I wanted to change up the playstyle, I could change it up with her just like that. And I think that, like like you said, like just so much, so much, so much versatility that she has with a toolkit makes like makes it been like yeah you know what she's actually a really really fun character um mm -hmm. so i've been playing that and i i i do like the changes that they've done with the game now too it, it almost kind of feels like a new game uh with the changes that they made um especially now you know dash block is uh you know uh or instant block is back basically like where you, you know you dash and you can block out um uh, you know block out of the mm -hmm. dash animation and everything so like right. having that back um movement feels a bit better too and i told i was telling rob about this like movement felt better for me but it also could be also the fact of the character that i'm playing now where movement yeah. feels more natural and more more what i'm used to um mm -hmm. because her dash is her air dash is different like it, her air dash is like more of a tra the traditional anime fighter air dash than like some of the other uh characters in uh in melty blood have right um, and so like uh, just all in all the game just does feel a lot better to play now so i've been playing that a lot um been enjoying that um and i guess one final game i'll kind of talk about which was kind of like a stumble upon game that was on pc that i saw on a steam sale and it looked pretty interesting because the art style was uh eastern exorcist um, what is that it is a Chinese developed uh, platformer. Um, okay. And it's, um, oh, what's the studio name? Hold on, man. I'll be able to tell you in just a second. Because uh, I have it up here. Pull uh, it up on uh, Steam now. Eastern Exorcist. Uh, <clears throat> Wildfire Games. I believe that's what it is. Let me double check. Uh uh yeah wildfire games was the developer and then billy billy was the publisher um but there's two different uh campaigns two different characters i'm actually playing the uh, female protagonist uh, um campaign right now where she's kind of like a half human half demon uh or she's oh. like a she's like a demon like a demon fox um this does have a really good art style yeah it look, I, it, I highly it, urge the rest of you guys to look this up but yeah. this might be a good one to yeah go pick up it, it actually and, it, yeah. and like the platforming and everything is i mean it's all if you've played platformers before it's very traditional uh to that and everything but like the action and everything like the uh actual like gameplay is really really fun uh like there's mm -hmm. some there's some just frame stuff you could do like there's also like uh you know your just frame parries uh just frame attacks that you could do where you can get more damage things like that uh, right. at least with her there's like unlimited air dashing so you could just air dash the entire oh, time Lord. as long as you're in the air um mm -hmm. so like almost kind of like you know like crouching tiger hidden dragons type stuff um right. oh yeah this shit looks very it gives me vibes okay. of like Muramasa. Some trailers what? for this recently yeah 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 like the game looks oddly familiar so i think Did i might have seen this been like that's cool yeah, it, it, it gives it, me almost Nellaware vibes in in some ways with its size. Yeah, yeah, right. it, it, and it came out yeah. last year. So last year, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I I completely missed this. 
Yeah, but I mean, and like I said, there's there's two different campaigns because you have the uh, male protect character there and then the uh, mm -hmm. female protect. So you actually choose which one you want to play and then you just kind of go from there. And then like there are some Metroidvania aspects. Actually, there's a demo? Uh, I believe there is. Uh, yeah, yeah there, there is a demo. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there is definitely a free demo to check it out if you want to see it for yourself or anything. I bought it like when there was a sale for it for like ten bucks. Right now it's eighteen bucks, uh, sure. but um, yeah, if you want to check out the demo for yourself, by all means, go for it. But uh, like outs outside of that, like um, mm -hmm. there's also like other aspects too. Like there's even like little challenges and tests to help level up your character more and everything too. Okay. So like you could replay like uh, certain boss fights and everything and try to beat it within a specific amount of time to like mm -hmm. gain more experience and gain more items and stuff like that to like enhance your toolkit um, yeah. and um you can so like with the female character uh she also has like these summons that she could do and everything too right so there's different right. like like different um abilities that she could do with uh summons like she could do like lightning summons uh water summons that are more like teleport summons for her um, she also can kind of go like a little bit of a berserk mode where she uh, sacrifices life, but she can gain health back if you like time just frames with your parries or like your just frame attacks. Okay. Um, she uh, also, uh, there's something else that she could do too. Um, and it's, I'm trying to think what else. Um, like, and you could also level up those summons and everything to do like more powerful stuff. Like, like her lightning attack, like when she's like in her lightning summon, she could actually like, just like chain a bunch of different attacks to just like, just cause a ridiculous amount of damage to like boss fights and stuff like that and everything too, so. Right, um, that's cool, holy shit. Yeah, um, there's like, there was one particular boss fight too where like you actually had, like in order to like, for their armor to like be removed and stuff like that you actually like lead them into like a fire trap and like they'll catch fire which will reduce their armor down and then you can just go to town on them uh, and stuff. so they okay. so it adds like a little bit of creativity to like some of the boss fights that you got to do uh to try to get things and like boss fights like some boss fights are more susceptible to like uh you know parries uh other boss fights are more like bosses are more susceptible to like uh your just frames uh just frame mm -hmm. attacks when you like um that will give you more damage and stuff too so like and again like i this is all based off the um uh female protag i'm not sure what the male like male protag does and right. i apologize i forget their names too because i played it like a couple night like a couple times so like and i'm terrible with, like remembering names but um yeah uh that game is incredibly fun like i've been having a blast with it um so definitely check it out it, it like a lot of the history and everything a lot of the game itself is based off like you know chinese mythology with like chinese demons and everything like that too so mm -hmm. if you uh if you uh like that history and lore and everything it is very much uh chock full of that so that's going to be that so that's fun um yeah. but yeah eastern exorcist uh kind of like i said a stumble upon game when i just kind of saw like a sale for it and i checked out the trailer and i was like "Ooh, this actually looks really cool i'm gonna give it a shot <laughs> yeah uh, so definitely give that one a go um oh i guess one final thing um i was telling you guys about a game called uh uh yenma uh legend of Do uh, dogbeck if you remember that yeah. one um i hate to say it 
but that game should have not been released. Oh, um, no. Be- it's like that? Well, let me put it in perspective here <laughs> uh, when it comes to this game, right? This game released a month ago, and there have been, since its release, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty, twenty. Oh my god. Twenty two, twenty two hotfix patches. God damn. <laughs> um, that this, hot. This game uh, was a buggy mess to play through. Um, attacks weren't coming out at all. Like inputs were completely dropping. I gained an ability. Like I gained an ability, um, which was like just a simple double slash attack. And everything, mm-hmm. and ended up dying, and I lost the ability, and couldn't go back and claim it. So the, the ability oh, no. just straight up glitched and died off. Oh. Um, I had to restart the game and restart redo it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's was released way too early. Um, it was just. A horrible mess as far as bugs go and everything um, and like I said that was just one of them and everything um, I guess the game is getting a little bit better uh, but you also take a look at the reviews of everybody else and they all say the same thing um, this actually is an improvement because it was like only a 20% uh, it was like 25, 30% positive reviews and everything else was negative because Oof. it's like all the different bugs. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, like this was a game where I was like, oh, wow, this art style looks really cool. I want to try it. And oh God, it was horrible. Just like I said, just again, just, just, I don't know if they have a uh, Q&A, <laughs> like, you know, Q and A testing or anything like that, but uh, yeah. it would have failed. That's what the consumer is for. Yeah, in this case, apparently, like I kid you not, like there was even one time, like where I was trying to, like it was just a simple little jump thing that I tried to double jump and everything, and like I would hit jump, and the character just slid off the thing every single oh, time. No. <laughs> and like, and then like there was one time I tried to jump, I tried to jump early. And it ended up being like a little short hop and fell right into it. Like every single time. It was just like, why can I not get past this? What is going on here? Like, it just was like, like, it was just a mess. But I mean, I, 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 I kind of was like, the, the straw that broke the back for me in that game was like when I died and I lost my ability. Like it just glitched everything uh, out. I'm like, that, that is crazy. Like, how did I lose my skill set? Like, what? And like I even tried to reload the game at that spot and everything, and it just was like, no, you're not getting the skill back. Like, yeah, man. Was like, they said, listen, bro, you lost that hard. Like, you died that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The game was like, well, you shouldn't have died there, scrub. Now, now you're back to base. 
Like, but yeah, like, oh my like God. artistically, the game was amazing looking and everything. But yeah, gameplay wise, just a whole bunch of bugs, just not good. Um, so I'm hoping that it's getting better and it's a little bit more playable. But like I said, um, a game just drops a month ago and there's over 20 hotfix updates for bugs and stuff like that. Uh, it's not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, oh, yeah. That sounds rough. That's yeah. actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But that's all I got. That's all I got. Like I said, uh, uh, next time we do have this podcast, I will have a report on uh, Soul Hackers 2. So nice. Good. Mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Stiffer. Hello. Hello. What have you been up to, friend? Uh, I'll be honest. All I've really been playing is Cold Steel 3. That's um, a good video. I've tried... I've tried to uh, start other games just for the sake of having something to talk to, but uh, I'm hooked. Like, if I'm being perfectly honest, I let let me tell you guys put... how how hooked he is. Hooked. He has he has how access is to he? to East Online, right? That is not out yet. He has access not out to yet. It. Yeah. However, there is over yet. one million pre-regs for that East Online yeah. game. There's over a million pre-regs. Drew has the golden ticket to just play now. He doesn't have to wait like me or any other plebs out there. This is an East Online game. And he is playing CS3. That's how good this is. That's crazy. That's crazy. Insane. Go on, Drew. I, I mean, it's one Falcom game for another. Let's let's be real. I, I'm just trading gold for gold over here. Like, come on now. Um... No, I mean the the game's really good. I just uh, I'm just started chapter three, uh, which doesn't sound like it's a lot, but my playtime is like seventy three hours. It's a long game. Uh, these are some fucking meaty chapters. Like Maybe. a lot happens. Uh, a, a lot happens in these chapters. There are arcs upon arcs upon arcs. Just. There, there's just so much and like it's all like pretty gripping and like you're, you're really starting to see you know stuff that they have I don't know if we've stated this before like stuff that they have built upon in previous games like it's starting to all come to a head and like you're starting to see payoffs and like you know ends are ends are starting to like become tied up and like you're finally starting to get answers of course your answers are also replaced with 50 more questions but um, I've I've just been really enjoying my time. The characters are top notch. The writing is fantastic. Uh, there was a recent moment that uh, uh, I just went through in towards the end of chapter two that was just really phenomenal and a really good payoff to uh, things that they started building up back in uh, the first Crossbell games, uh, Trails of uh, Trails from Zero. Uh, it was a really good payoff scene that I really enjoyed, and like these characters feel like real they're just really well written characters that you really get to know and love and i I cannot express how good this series is enough i I really can't uh i also don't want to go into it because i i don't want to do a spoiler cast i want people to play these games so all i can really say is just just play the game play that shit it's on sale right now 
They're all it, on sale. It, right? it's, it's on sale. He just blew up it. You know, he blew that shit up in the chat. Y'all can't escape. It's, a, it's, it's a on sale. sale, right? Yep. 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 Trails in the sky is ten dollars. Ten dollars. Y'all have no excuse. Don't let Drew down. No, no, Bye no, now. No, I don't expect anybody to play it. It's fine, but you're only robbing yourself. You can't be you like have, that. You can't be you like have that. Humble choice. It is eight dollars. Eight dollars. That's what a pretty good deal. What a steal. Actually, I need to see how much CS4 is, actually, because I still need to buy that. Anyway. <laughs> and I mean, if you don't believe me, Rob feels the same way, I'm sure. I do. I do. Uh, 100%. Uh, the, the scene you were talking about uh, that I recently got to experience, like, that was a very emotional, like, scene. Um, and it, it's a scene that, like, so one of the things that we kind of talked about both like right before we started playing and then like after we started playing we, we really got into it was like a lot of people who's ex like recent fans right like their exposure to the series starts with cold steel right mm -hmm. and then you find mm -hmm. that a lot of people will go through uh cold steel one through four and then they go back to the older games because they they probably want more right uh that's usually how right. most fans feel like after they get to the end of series four they're like oh shit the series has got like oh i need to go back and play the other ones um playing cs3 without the context of the older games i, I would love to sit down and talk with someone that has done that um like really really talk to someone that that has done that because the payoffs in cs3 as Drew was mentioning, is like really hedged upon playing a lot of those older games. Mm -hmm. um, so that that scene, as as Drew mentioned, starts w from zero. Um, and when you get there, it's still an emotional scene on its own. I feel like I still feel like you would feel the. Well, you can still empathize with the character and, and empathize, but like not having that weight behind behind it. I feel like almost robs you of of a truly precious experience. Right. Um, I, I, I loved, watching I that scene, experience. I felt gut blown. Almost. Yeah. Damn, like yeah. just like that, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's I, I find it fascinating that that they're able to to write a game or or a series rather because this is kind of just three different arcs of an overall story, right? Uh, when you break mm -hmm. down different games. Uh, how they're able to like take each little sub series here and kind of make them their own sort of standalone thing that you can enjoy, but then make you curious to go play the other ones. Uh, I think yeah. that is actually super impressive from them because like you still they give you enough context to know like what's going on if you just play CS and it's it's quote unquote fine, uh, but it it's cool that they're able to make it welcoming for newer players and then get them interested. Uh, and it's not completely on its own. Um, yeah, relied upon and like, those other games. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting discussion. I I, I have spoken uh, like I have a friend who played through all of Cold Steel without you know any of the previous contacts and like to him like a lot of it is just like oh well it seems like it's just like a bunch of name drops like oh I, because I didn't play the older games like I didn't understand like this character that they were talking about but it's far more than that it's more than just oh hey you see a character that you know you saw like five games ago pops up like yes that does happen and yes that's pretty hype because like you get to see characters that you know you got to know like five games ago you know show up but then like 
you, you really don't under uh, or you don't get that full emotional impact like rob was saying it's it's like you still get to enjoy the game for what it is but like once again i i i can't recommend playing through all of them enough because like you it, you're you're payoff payoff is a very important like sort of thing in storytelling and like if you don't have the context from like you know six stories back that payoff is just not going to feel the same to you and again that's why i don't i'm not like actively telling you hey you need to drop everything and go and play this i understand that that's a tall order it's a it's a huge commitment hell rob when did we start playing these games like back in 2018 basically yeah 20 yeah 2018 2017 and like that's when the rumbling happened well, granted granted we did have to yeah. wait for two fran translations i was gonna say that's, i was gonna say we had to wait that's, that's the point <laughs> uh, i mean if you're carrie Besides the point. you're already ahead of us that's true carrie blew fast us like i'm pretty sure he's probably on cs4 at this point that's what's the point he hasn't finished cs3 yet but i bet you he's close but he also doesn't uh, like uh, like he's not like a hundred percenting the games in the in the manner that oh, like okay. we kind of are, right? So it's not like talking to every single NPC. No, I gotta do that. I, I, you know what I, I mean? gotta know. Like, I gotta know these stories that are happening. Like, yeah. So it, it's definitely like more of a casual playthrough of just like, okay, I'm just gonna go through this game. Um, you don't have to be insane like me or Drew and have to collect every single thing in the game. Uh. Yeah. But uh, it, it's still I, I think, I, regardless. I think the biggest thing, and like this series has done it multiple times to this point, that I'm just like, it's it's so good, and it is like th- my biggest appreciation for having played all the Drew, games to this Drew, point. Can, can you say can you say that how good it is? It's 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 what it's what say it say it say it, Drew. There's only one word that fits that blank. There's only one word. You know the word. It's so. I'm I'm actually blanking here. <laughs> it's unhinged. <laughs> oh, it's unhinged. Well, it, it, it was that, but I, I I thought he was gonna go for it. It's so fucking good. It's that so that that's fun. that's the one I usually. I was getting there. I was getting there. I was letting emotionally build up. <laughs> Damn, unhinged. Uh, oh my god. But, um, like the biggest appreciation, and like they they did this in zero, and they're doing it again. It's where like so each arc is, has like its own set of protagonists, and like their own like goals and like tribulations and all of that, and then like you know you finish that arc and like you know that you're not going to be with those characters anymore and that part sucks like beating a a, a long rpg and knowing i'm not going to be with those characters anymore always like kind of sucks but like what the series does that is just phenomenal is like they're able to continue those protagonist stories in the future games without pulling away from like the current story that they're trying to tell and it's so fucking good oh like there we go. There uh, we go. They, they do just such a masterful job of like 
progressing character stories and like previous protag stories without stealing the limelight of like the new stories that they're trying to tell and like you get so invested in all of these characters i think the common complaint i've heard like once you start getting into cs3 and cs4 is just like there's too many characters to keep track of but that's okay like if you play through all the games you fucking know like you know what you're just like in for and like keeping track of all of them it's it's like a living breathing world uh, I can't say the same thing all the time. But I will. <laughs> what you will play these games. Absolutely. If y'all want to shut this man up, you know what you have to do. Okay. I mean, well, I'll eventually shut up when I beat all the games. But no, you um, won't. No, you won't. Don't even lie. Like I mean, that. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Just lied to you. <laughs> oh my God! Y'all gotta play these games, man. Please please and like there's never been a better time to do it trails from zero is coming out next month in like less than a month get the fuck out of here is it really is it next month yeah. Yeah. Oh, like September shit, or something. yep good god where did the time go Ugh, that's crazy okay and azure won't be too far behind that nope uh, azure is next year along next with year. Yeah. yeah and i bet that's an early next year and Nayuda. Nayuda is also next year. We got a lot. We got a lot of trails coming up. So it's never actually, been a better time. Crazy. You know what it's else? The it's the best been a better series time. you'll ever play. But again, I understand like this is this is a large undertaking. Like I don't expect somebody to go out and just like start just marathoning them because I can't even do that. Like it's a it's a lot to like soak in and like you have to let it sit and like enjoy it, but it, it's so good. So fucking good. So fucking good. Oh. Well that's all I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh let us wrap up and get out of here. That has been another wonderful week. Uh, I do want to highlight real quick out of this humble bundle sale. Uh, Celeste is on sale for four fucking dollars. If you want to go play one of the best games of all time, go spend four fucking dollars on humble bundle. You you want to work through your depression and your issues? Go spend yeah. four dollars. Okay. You want a, a really emotional story told through a platformer? Yeah. A hard platformer. A, a hard platformer at that. And that plays into the narrative of the platformer. Um, go play Celeste. Go play that please. shit. Yeah, please. Uh, with that, let's get out of here. Uh, Lewis? Yes. Um, okay. Well, you guys already know what I'm going to say. You can find me at Soft and Wet FL on the Twitter and on Instagram. Um, not really doing much right now. Um, I think I'm just kind of burnt out on the internet, but I will retweet some shit occasionally. Maybe throw something out in the ether every now and then. Um, but yeah, um, definitely hit me up. Anybody that's still going through Digimans. Um, like I said, we're reaching that point where I'm just kind of like, oh God, I'm, you know, I have to talk about this. So um, yeah, that's where you can find me at. Sounds good. Uh, Ryan if you would please uh yeah i mean uh just the instagram account uh which is rcb draws that's where i post a lot of my artwork and stuff like that i'm actually in the middle of one right now but i haven't quite figured out who i want the character to be yet like i've already got the pose and stuff already done but i'm still trying to figure that out um 
hopefully I'll have that up this week. And uh, yeah, I kind of made a small announcement on uh, like Facebook with friends and stuff like anything, but I'll like say it here, I'm actually moving my live streaming now to YouTube. Uh, I am not doing uh, Twitch anymore. I'm gonna be moving everything to YouTube. Um, so you can search uh, for the YouTube channel, which is just RCBTV. Um, just kind of like a TLDR version of it. Um, YouTube does not have a shelf life on archives and everything. And it's just a more versatile platform for me to just put everything there. Yeah, for of, sure. Instead of... Okay. Instead like YouTube of, is way better. Yeah, instead yeah. of, uh, you know, having things up for Twitch on like for like two weeks and stuff and then it's gone forever. Forever. Uh, I, like yeah. to, I like to go back and check out things. So, uh, yeah. Uh, now I'm just going to go ahead and move everything to uh, YouTube. So... Uh, yeah, if you want to check out the artwork stuff, you can go, like I said, on Instagram, look up RCB Draws. And uh, uh, for live streaming moving forward, it's just going to be on YouTube, which is uh, YouTube. And just search for RCB TV, and that's where you can find me. Good deal. Drewstifer, if you please. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JSB Totally Drew. Uh, I, follow me if you want to know when the next Falcom sale is, because I think that was the last tweet I've done in like two months. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that's about it. Like, I fucking tweet Falcom sale, so let me know yes, when. Just rename the account to JSB Falcom. There you go. Falcom retweet bot. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am a Falcom retweet bot. Yeah, I am a Fire Emblem Heroes Brave tweet, uh, Brave Tiki retweet, retweet bot as well. Ooh, that was a mouthful. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like the public no. sub thing. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a chicken tender sub on sale. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Man, that's me. Are the Falcon games on sale? We need to make that happen. Exactly. Uh, uh, they're on sale now. Go and fucking buy yeah. them. <laughs> Go and buy them and slip Celeste into your cart as well. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Zenosuke, Z-N-O-S-U-K-E, and follow my exploits there. Um, I'm probably going to talk or post screenshots and stuff of like the new mode they added in Final Fantasy XIV. I'll probably talk about that next week, but they pretty much took uh, Stardew Valley slash Animal Crossing and put it into Final Fantasy XIV. Really? Uh, yeah, it, oh, it's, a whole, it's a whole separate game mode, basically. Uh, it exists on its own. It is just like this private island that they give you, and it's like, hey, do you want to uh, gather some stuff and build a farm? And I'm like, you know what? I have once built a farm in a video game, and uh, it has been consuming a little bit of my life. I gotta say, it's that pretty sounds, relaxing. That sounds cozy. Which yeah, is the only reason go. I was able to get ahead of him in Cold Steel. <laughs> Between that and Digimon, right? <laughs> like, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, actually, playing that uh, in between Digimon has been a great, uh, a great uh, release. Cleanser? Great release, yeah. Okay. Yes, that is that makes, the word. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, go listen to last week's spoiler cast where it was just a therapy session. Absolutely. Um, and catch us next. The week, forbidden uh, episode that I can't listen to. You're gonna yeah. get to it when you get to you it. Finally, play Digimon. You're gonna go back to it, and you're just gonna be like, "I understand." I get it. Tears roll down yep. your eyes. Uh, with that, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. Bye. Later.
Later. Go fucking buy some of these games. <laughs> and Celeste.